Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to human suffering, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Bet you a dollar that you're going to lose. I'm the muscle. A tip for all of you that figured out how to screw over casinos. Maybe lose once in a while? I'm the hacker. I only gamble with lives, but never my own. I'm the driver. I know they'll call me the craps criminal. No, the Bellagio burglar. Wait, biker bandit. I'm the face, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, where this week we're going to be talking about gambling, casinos, and casino heists. I shoved them all together. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank our patron, Joe, for making this episode possible. If you would like to become a patron, look us up on Patreon. Jackpot! Ding, 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 ding. I was always so sad when, when I was of age that I was able to gamble. They had already taken out the coins shooting out of the bottom of the machine. Yeah. yeah. You just get the sad recorded noise of coins falling. <sighs> And then when we get to the point where they have, like, just digital implants in our hand, it'll make the sound of a card going in and out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you think my hand will go, eh, eh, eh? (laughs) Uh, So I have a few etymologies here. I have gamble, which is to risk something of value on a game of chance from 1726. Uh, That's oddly precise. Yeah, they use it for what it is, I guess. From a dialectical survival of Middle English, gambling. (laughs) I love it. A variant of Gamenin to play jest and be merry. Oh. <laughs> a game, uh, I assume, comes from the same root? I, I, I believe so. So, uh, casino comes from the Italian casino, oh. meaning a little house. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> got a couple phobias here. I have penniophobia is the fear of poverty. And pennies. Um. Uh, origin of the, is the Greek word pania, meaning poverty, and phobia, meaning fear. And then I suppose you could have plutophobia, which is the fear of wealth. Uh-oh. Cartoon dogs. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, origin comes from Pluto, who was the Roman god of wealth, and the and phobia is oh, Greek. It doesn't come from the planet. I mean, <laughs> they named the planet after the man. This is not a Plutonian word. What planet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so I have an acid pop quiz for you. Are you excited? Oh, man. I'm betting it all. So, in what states is casino-style gambling legal statewide? I mean, we know one. Yeah. I mean, unless it's a trick question. Is there a place in Nevada where you can't gamble? I feel like it's just Nevada. Yeah, I mean, there's Atlantic City, but I think it's just the city in yeah, that I case. Think it's so. not the whole state. And I say just Nevada. There's reservations, but again, that's not a whole state. It wouldn't surprise me if it was legal up in, like, Alaska, why not what are they gonna bet (laughs) sheets of ice and grizzly bears uh so you got one right it's nevada and louisiana really oh okay but i thought they did it all on boats it's 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 legal all over the state only on boats only on boats sure thank you Uh, so in other states uh there's legalized gambling in small designated geographical areas such as atlantic city Uh uh-huh or on american indian reservations 
Mm-hmm. Yep. So, in a pick six lottery, that's a lottery where you pick six out of 49 numbers. Mm. What are your odds of winning the jackpot? Ooh. I'll take the nearest million. <laughs> six and 49. <laughs> uh, I think it was 52 million. I'll make it. Don't say 53. <laughs> one billion. So your odds of picking all six of those numbers is one in 14 million. Ooh. Yeah, a little lower. I think that makes me the closest without going over. <laughs> Kelly got it. <laughs> uh, the lottery is not a great a great way to gamble if you're looking to make anything money-wise. I'm looking to make memories. <laughs> the the thing about the, the lottery that I think people should remember is like you buy a lottery ticket and then they take a portion of your purchase and put it in the pot. Yeah. And then that pot grows to several million dollars. <laughs> so it's like that's how many people lost. <laughs> yeah. On the bright side, in a lot of states, they support schools. Yeah, it's true. I like scratch-off lottery tickets because they're more interactive. And they smell nice. Like I'm a part (laughs) of the action. So, what is the earliest casino game that we have historical evidence of? Uh, The dice one. Yeah? What is it? (laughs) The dice one. (laughs) (laughs) Putting it big on the dice one. Craps? Yeah, craps. I'm going to say it's rolling them bones. Cavemen used to roll bones. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been playing games of chance forever. I think Adam's got it. Some sort of old bone game. (laughs) Got it. I've got the gift. But they don't have bone games in modern casinos. Well, he didn't say still existing. Oh. So, while we do have evidence of dice dating back fucking forever. Yeah. They used to be made of bones. we We have no idea what they actually used the dice for. So the earliest casino game that we have historical evidence of is Kino. Kino? Uh, <laughs> the one that I ignore in every restaurant in Nevada? <laughs> what else would they use dice for? Are they playing Yahtzee? I don't know, but they, they don't have any evidence of the games they played. So this is the, the one that I found that everybody was like, this is what we have evidence of. So around 200 <laughs> BCE, the Chinese played what would have become Kino. It was called a white pigeon ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a white pigeon ticket over here? (laughs) It was a form of legal gambling in China, and it funded state works after the governor took his cut, of course. Yeah. So what casino game has the best odds? Keep in mind that the house always has the best odds, but which one has the best odds of you winning? I mean, I've always... I always feel good about 21. Yeah, Blackjack seems like it's always a pretty good bet. But if you're going... But if you did like roulette... And bet like red or black. That's fifty-fifty. That seems. <laughs> oh no, it's. I mean, it's slightly off from that, but that seems pretty good still. Texas Hold'em. Uh, so Kelly's right with blackjack. Ah, oh, interesting. The house has just a one percent advantage. Really, in wow. blackjack. So they are. They have a fifty-one percent chance to win, and you have a forty-nine percent. Don't tell the house. <laughs> what casino game has the worst odds? War. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, the so there are some bets that are the worst. Betting on war when you, because you can play war in a casino. Yep. Betting on war when you each get the same card and you have to do like the war thing is the worst bet you can ever make. Really? Oh, really? Because the house is most likely to win because they have more cards. Ah. Kino. Hmm. I never, never, ever have any luck with Kino. Maybe it's craps. (laughs) Um, Kelly's right again. Wow. So the house edge is about 30 to 40% in Kino. Jeez. So they are 30 to 40% more likely than you to win. Oh, that's, But it's also the one that takes them like the least amount of effort to put in the, in the room. <laughs> it's true. 
All you have to do is get an old lady to come around and go, Keto! <laughs> they just got to put crayons at the tables. Yeah. Should we Man, explain Keno I... to our listening audience? I feel like that one's a little less well-known than, like, Blackjack. So imagine that you're sitting at a diner inside of a casino, and at the table they have... It's basically the lottery. They have a list of numbers, and you can circle them. It, it kind of looks like bingo. Yeah. 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 You get a black crayon. Yeah, and there's lots of black crayons. Circle up your numbers. A lady comes and takes a dollar from you and your stuff, and then they do like a Powerball with all the numbers and a big screen shows you how much you lost. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere you look in a Nevada diner, you will see a Kino screen. Mm-hmm. Even when you shut your eyes. <laughs> but man, when I was a kid, I always I was like, Dad, you've got an extra dollar, right? Let me pick the numbers. I don't think <laughs> I've ever actually played. I don't yeah, think I've ever bothered. paid, but I've definitely picked numbers. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's perfect, like kid distraction at any table. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It never worked on me because like it would get to the second number and then I'd get distracted and look back and we'd be like four games later. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the casino game that is played most often? Uh, Does slot machines slots. count? They do. Okay. Slot machines. Yeah. Just numbers alone, I guess. Yep. So 68 of p- people who gamble. 68. 68 people gamble. Did you know that? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Supporting that whole economy. <laughs> 68% of people who gamble play just slots. Yeah. Because flashing lights and I, I can understand. You put the money in and money comes out if you're lucky. I mean, you don't have to like, you don't have to think about it. You just press the button. Here's the deal, Kelly, is like the ones where, with, with the, the little roulette things where they all line up. That's fine. One time I put $5 into an aliens like branded slot machine. Mm-hmm. I got three face huggers in a door and it gave me 60 bucks. I didn't know what the hell went on. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of those these yeah, days. They get complicated. Um, so what is the average budget for someone who is going to set out to gamble? Like they say, I'm going to go gambling. Average budget. 50 bucks. $500. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I would set myself if I were to go gambling. 50 bucks. But I mean, we're not regular gamblers, though. We're Nevadans. True. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, 300 bucks. Adam is closest without going over. Wow. So the average budget is about $580. Ooh. Jeez. Which, God, I would feel so bad. Yeah, seriously. So bad. Are men or women more likely to have a gambling addiction? Oh. (sighs) Women. Yeah, I want to say it's usually in movies and stuff, it's usually see like the old ladies doing it. So Kelly's right again. She's got all the gambling knowledge. (laughs) So my mom was a cocktail waitress and my stepmother also worked in casinos. And I think my dad worked in casinos for a while. So (laughs) Cheater. Uh Men are more likely to get addicted to gambling overall, but the older a woman gets, the more likely she is to get addicted to gambling. So like the old stereotype. (laughs) Is is. is there an age where they just like reverse? Like when a woman reaches 170, then she's 65 Ah. is when uh, it seems like older women, if they start gambling, are like, ooh. It's when the gambling gene activates. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to spend all this money before I die. (laughs) Unless... (laughs) So finally, I have I picked this because it's a, a it has one of our names in it. What is the Kelly criterion? <laughs> I feel like I any answer I give is right. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the fancy artsy movies that Kelly really likes. Oh, <laughs> the Kelly Criterion Collection. <laughs> you say fancy and artsy, but the Criterion Collection has sallow in it. It does. It's artsy for somebody, I'm sure. I feel like for Kelly. I feel like it's when you go to the to the roulette with a friend and you you bet on red and they bet on black and then you split the winnings. Nobody loses. Yep. I don't know. I bet there's some sort of rule about how unfair 
gambling can be before it's just beating people up and taking their money. (laughs) And that's the Kelly Criterion. So the Kelly Criterion is a scientific gambling method that tells you exactly how much you should bet on a wager. So here's some math for you. Okay. Prepare yourself, Sean. To get your wager size, you're going to multiply the chance of winning at the game by two, then subtract one. So let's say... (laughs) Subtract one what? Just one. Just a one. Oh, I see. Okay. So if you have a a 0.5% chance to win, times that by two, subtract one, and the leftover percentage is how much you probably should bet. So one? So zero (laughs) on a lot of this stuff. Oh. Uh, But if you have like a 60% chance to win, you get 0.6 times two, which is 1.2 minus one equals 0.2. So take and wager 20% of everything you have. Uh, Okay. Do it now. Do it, Sean. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to the casino. (laughs) It's worth noting right now that any gambling system is bunk. (laughs) Yeah. Other than counting cards. It's the best gambling system. The only one that ever worked was counting cards. And even then, when we had the, the that movie 21 is based on a true story. Uh-huh. It was what, Harvard or something? MIT students. MIT. Uh, even then, if they gambled for three months, like going to casinos every other day, they'd only make $24,000 a year before they got caught. Huh. That's not great. Counting cards uh-huh. isn't illegal, but yeah. you can be banned from the casino. Right. <laughs> they just won't let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're winning too much. Oh, there's a lot of that. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about the fun heist and stuff until after we talk about gambling addiction. After these messages. So about 10 million Americans live with gambling addiction. Wow. That's a big slice. It's about one in 20 people who go in to try gambling go, ooh, (laughs) yeah, and don't stop. Ever. So here's some criteria to know if you are addicted to gambling. You're gambling with money that should be used for necessities. Yeah. You have the inability to control your spending habits. You feel the need to do secret gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Got a whisper to the blackjack dealer. Family and friends come up to me and say, hey, buddy, you seem to be gambling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that 20 bucks you owe me? Finally, financial woes, including job loss and legal troubles have, uh, have occurred. So basically, it's that old, you know you have a problem when it becomes a problem? (laughs) Essentially. Uh, So compulsive gamblers often also develop severe anxiety and depression. I'll bet. Which turns into more gambling to stave stave off the horrible feeling of dread they have from having gambled away all of their money. (laughs) Yeah, when you owe all the money you don't have to a loan shark, you're going to feel some impending doom. (laughs) What if they can win it all back? (laughs) Well, and that's the the hope is they're like, oh God, I've lost everything, but I... I could sell this. <laughs> Pawn uh, so, shops are evil. Yeah. So oftentimes a problem with gambling also leads to a problem with alcohol or cocaine. It's because there's free alcohol when you're gambling, Andy. <laughs> True. If, 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 if you haven't been to a, uh, a Nevada casino, if you're at the tables, a lady in a bustier will come up and say, hey, you want liquor? That's the Did dream. You some boobs or booze? <laughs> I'll take one of those. <laughs> Um, which also leads to more depressing epi- depressive episodes, which leads to more gambling. The casinos can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Compulsive gamblers are two-thirds more likely to commit crimes than anybody else. Wow. I mean, wow, crimes is- are like gambling with the law. <laughs> <laughs> with the crimes being the most common crimes among compulsive gamblers being fraud, forgery, embezzlement, larceny, and shoplifting. Hmm. What's left? 
<laughs> murder. murder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so basically, they're just going to do anything they can to get more money to go to the tables. Uh, households where a person is a compulsive gambler are more likely to experience domestic violence. Oh, good. <laughs> With uh, child abuse being the most common type, essentially, they go, God, if I didn't have this kid, I could use that money to gamble so much more. <laughs> Maybe they were beating until I win. They're beating up their kids for lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, about half of compulsive gamblers have suicidal thoughts because of their activities. Yeah, that'll come up. And a good portion of those kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Go to a place I, where debt can't find I you. I tried to avoid all this. Like, there's so many stories about people who just... There, I read one where it's a guy who gained a gambling problem. His wife didn't know about it. He stole $100,000 from work, got fired, and then just drove out into a field and went... Yeah. Yeah. There are so many gambling addiction help groups out there. If you feel like you have a gambling addiction, please see help. Please. Because we can sit at your house and I'll play blackjack with you for free. (laughs) You can just give me your money. (laughs) Yes, you give me your money. So we're going to move on to some of the fun stuff. uh, And we're going to talk about three separate casino heists. Mm. Okay. The first one is a dumb boy heist. (laughs) Was that their last name? (laughs) No. Uh, This is the dumb boy gang. (laughs) I'm Ronald Dumboy. (laughs) Those dumb boys and their heist. So in December 2010, Anthony Carleo, or has he liked to call himself... The Biker Bandit. (laughs) No one calls you that, Leo. (laughs) It'll catch on. (laughs) He rode his motorcycle up to the entrance of the Bellagio Casino and pulled out a gun. Give me your dough. (laughs) Stick him up, building. (laughs) (laughs) He left his bike helmet on, strode in the casino, and uh, went to, like, like there's craft tables right up front, said, give me all the money and the chips. (laughs) And they did, because nobody wants to get shot dealing... uh, Craps. You don't deal yeah. craps. <laughs> Unfortunately, casinos are such a maze, he couldn't find his way out again. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that. I just took five steps in. I don't understand. <laughs> Why are there so many mirrors? <laughs> no, I don't want to drink. Where's my bike? We'll see you when you come back to cash those in, sir. <laughs> um, so he made off with $1.5 million in cash and chips. Wow. That was Ran a- to his bike and just sped off. In the sunset. So the unfortunate part of that is the Bellagio has chips in their chips. Ah, chip chips. <laughs> so when they're on the premises, they can track them. Yeah. But only uh, if they're on the premises? Yes. Oh, but if he come, he has to come back to cash them in, so they'll know as soon exactly. as he gets back. And some of the chips were very, very high value and unique. He got at least three or four $25,000 chips. Wow. Imagine betting that. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> So he knew if he came back on the property, the tracking chips in them would automatically go, hey, hey, the stuff we're missing is back. <laughs> and he would be arrested. So he did what anybody would do with something that is rare and valuable. Put it on eBay. Jumped online and said, hi, I'm the biker bandit. And have <laughs> I got a deal for you. Oh boy, <laughs> You can see me in the security footage video if you want to know what I look like. He did use the screen name, the biker bandit. <laughs> of course. And he said, well, hey, I'll tell you what. Here's a, a sweet deal. So this $25,000 chip for only $20,000. You can't use it, but it makes a great memento. <laughs> the person who was going to purchase them said, okay, do you have any pictures of them? Also, put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> you arresting me online? Yes, I am. Now just hold that until for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. No, <laughs> Internet police, freeze. He sent pictures of the chips with like their tracking numbers and shit on them. To an undercover police officer, and they tracked him to his computer, and he was immediately arrested. I don't understand. My friend Dennis Rader said this would be fine. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so BTK. 
Uh, he was arrested and sent to prison for 27 years. So not a very successful heist. I guess the house won that one. House always wins, Sean. Yeah. It always wins. So we're going to jump over the pond to jolly old London. <laughs> they don't have gambling. They do. What? So at the Ritz Casino in London in 2004, two men and one woman went to the roulette tables armed with nothing but their cell phones and some cash. <laughs> okay. They said, look over there. <laughs> So the fun thing about their cell phones is they had been equipped with laser scanners. What? Okay. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> they would pretend to be on their phones. The laser scanners and cameras would send information about the speed of the ball and the wheel back what? to a computer, which would then send them the most likely number the ball would land on. That's amazing. That's not theft. That's just smart gaming. I thought you had to bet before the wheel spun. <laughs> uh, you can bet. At, you can still bet as it's spinning. So when they oh. when they start the ball off, they point the their thing at the their camera at the wheel the laser would track the ball really quickly and say okay it's going to start slowing down right here that's crazy the camera would look at the wheel and say okay this is how, where the ball is in position to the thing and send them back like hey bet 48 <laughs> did that work their scheme would have gone unnoticed but they won so much <laughs> that's always the problem like if you're cheating don't win so much they won so much, the security uh, started paying attention to them. I was like, what are you doing with the fucking phones? <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of me, why don't you? <laughs> security kind of sussed out what they were doing, had their bank accounts froze, what? and arrested what? them. They can do that? See, I thought it wasn't against the rules. That's card well, counting, not ball scanning. Oh. <laughs> That's just ball bouncing. But when they were brought before a barrister, the barrister said there's no law against super laser science. Yeah. <laughs> The roulette table. Well, it doesn't say that a golden retriever can't gamble. <laughs> the barrister said, can I have that app? <laughs> I'll let you off if. They were released and allowed to keep their 1.9 million Ooh. pounds in earnings. Wow. Nice. Good for them. <laughs> so there is now a law that prevents the use of cameras and phones near the uh, roulette tables. Now I need to get those Google glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Get a laser put in them. Get a laser eye. <laughs> I'm Kano now. <laughs> Betting it all on black. <laughs> uh, so finally, in the largest casino heist I could possibly find, we're going to the Crown Casino in Australia. Okay. Because they have casinos everywhere. Okay, you already corrected me once. You don't need to rub it in my face. Adam. <laughs> so at the Crown Casino, one of the staff members had begun hating his job and resenting both his bosses and all the people who came in to gamble. <laughs> wow. But he decided he liked money. <laughs> <laughs> so he came up with a plan. He found someone from another country who was there who was a high roller and said, hey, do you like money? <laughs> Why, yes. And then he went to his bosses and said, God, I can't stand it anymore. Can I just watch security cameras? Mm. Like, can you put me in charge of that? And his boss said, I don't see any reason why this is a weird request. <laughs> I don't care. So our high roller would go to the high stakes poker tables and start playing while our newly empowered employee. Yeah, we, we often just let our employees shift around in positions as they see fit. <laughs> you look like a likely head of security. Head on up. <laughs> you know anything about IT? Take a shot at it. <laughs> Today I'm a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi's on the menu. <laughs> our newly empowered employee would look at the other player's hands via the camera and feed him information via an earpiece. Yeah, that seems pretty easy. It's the inside man. So when he <laughs> could win, he would bet really big and... Otherwise, he'd just be like, oh, I don't know. My hand's not so great. Bye. <laughs> uh, I gotta go. I'm leaving the country. <laughs> Once again, they would have gotten away with it. <laughs> just gotta, gotta rein it in a little, guys. Had they not won $32 million. <laughs> wow. 
Like, you gotta just win one good hand, you know? Yeah. The floor staff eventually got suspicious, like, that guy never loses. <laughs> so the, the pit boss walked up, halted the games, and said, uh, you're going to tell me what's going on right now. <laughs> the man panicked and said, you got a guy feed me his information, bye! My <laughs> wife's having a country. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal. None of the money actually left the casino. Was this all like one day? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so when they found they found the employee and said, you're fired, get out. <laughs> and take your money with you. <laughs> and they told the man, you cannot come back in here anymore. Give us back all your winnings. You see, they didn't want him arrested because that would really just show everybody how bad they are at security. <laughs> <laughs> so those two men are Gan... Gan... They've got the gams. <laughs> <laughs> want you to be a showgirl. <laughs> uh, they're banned from gambling in all of Australia. Wow. That's quite a ban. Security has been uh, tightened since. <laughs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about, about casino design here for just a short bit. Mm. So, like you said before, casinos used to be designed like horrible caves and mazes. Yeah, they're all designed by minotaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Soft by labyrinth and you can leave. <laughs> Who needs windows? <laughs> what time is it? Gambling time. That's what time it is. <laughs> time to gamble more money. So they'd have weird pathways. The lights were really dim and they made sure that the ceilings were low. So you felt boxed in. <laughs> oh, God. So they did a bunch of research and it turns out that the only people who keep gambling when you do that are gambling addicts. Yeah. <laughs> people who are too depressed to notice your decor anyway. <laughs> We've really zeroed in on our demographic. <laughs> so they called the current... A casino design playground design and it's named that way because when you enter the casino your brain has the same reaction that a child's brain has when they see all the stuff they can do at the playground that explains why there's the jungle gym by the entrance <laughs> basically you walk in and now there's high vaulted ceilings and a lot of lights and the paths are just straight to where you want to go i don't know if i've seen this new casino design i feel like i'm still rambling through well all the casinos in Reno are like 50 years old. Yeah, <laughs> true. That's true enough. But I was going to say, like, I also don't remember a lot of, like, dingy sewer casinos. Peppermill, man. Uh, maybe at one point. Well, I mean, they always had the lights really dark and the f carpets were always black. And There's never any windows. You can never go in a straight line anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But the the low ceilings especially. I don't remember low ceilings. Peppermill super did. Man, we used to go to that arcade. Hmm, and to get true. there, it felt like everything was getting smaller yeah, as you were walking. It's like you're going through a fun house. <laughs> you didn't notice Andy and Sean constantly bumping their heads? <laughs> Another fun thing that they're doing with casinos now is you, when you go into a casino, they used to have rows and rows of slot machines. Mm -hmm. They've cut out a bunch of those in favor of little islands with four or five slot machines that all face away from each other. Yeah, I have seen that. Mm -hmm. This is because people are more likely to gamble if they feel like the person next to them isn't judging and watching them. That's true. <laughs> And this is especially true of little old ladies. Once they set up those islands, little old ladies were more likely to stay hours longer. Yeah. What they, what they need is just like privacy curtains around each slot machine. <laughs> they should just put in the ball and chain, you know, just like. <laughs> Feel free to shackle yourself. So, yeah. Now, now when you walk in a casino, it's going to be a lot brighter and you should be able to find what you're looking for. There's signs that <laughs> point to exits. For my last little bit here, I'm going to talk about the man who lost the most money at a casino ever. Oh, sounds rich, if briefly. <laughs> Mr. Terrence Watanabe was the inheritor of his family's mail order business, the Oriental Trading Company, if you remember that catalog. No. And he said, God, I don't want to run a company. I want to be a philanthropist. <laughs> I'm going to give all my money away through slot machines. 
So he sold off the company and was like, I'm going to do charitable stuff. Goes down to Vegas to do some like to do like some charitable work and goes, oh, man, look at all these bright lights and flashing colors. I should give this money to the casino. Why would you go to Vegas to set up a charity? I don't know. <laughs> Lots of people with da- gambling addictions who need help, Sean. <laughs> I guess that's true. He immediately became a massive gambling addict. <laughs> so he oh, he pretty much only played at Caesars in Las Vegas, where over the course of one year, uh-huh. he made an amount of bets totaling $825 million. Uh, wow. And lost... $127 million. Oh, no. Wow. I mean, that's not bad <laughs> for betting 800 <laughs> Well, that's over time. So he started with like 120 I think he started with like $120 million. Uh-huh. And just the amount of bets he'd make with just that money, where it'd come back and forth to him, uh-huh. totaled $800 million eventually. Oof. So why did he keep gambling then? So fun. His money. Well... It really doesn't help that Caesars was giving him the equivalent of about two of about one to three full bottles of vodka a day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> For breakfast. <laughs> they were also giving him painkillers on demand. What? Oh. Gotta take care of your high rollers, man. Well, they wanted him to feel really super special as well. So they made a special reward card just for him with a reward tier called Chairman. It's made of <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Now, chairman also came with the the fun thing that if you lost if you lost more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars at the tables, they give him five percent back. Wow, so generous! What a great deal! They also gave him a free pair of glasses, though they were the wrong prescription. Here's a, here's an ice cream cone, champ. Well, he could have as much Caesar's merchandise as he wanted, <laughs> <laughs> and they would get him tickets to any show he wanted. Wow, I mean that's that's something. Free limo rides to the local brothels and <laughs> pawn shops. Shows aren't cheap. Yeah. Well, they also said, hey, buddy, you're pretty much free to sexually harass any of the staff you want. We were not, we're not going to do anything. You got a lot of money. <laughs> to the point where a lot of the women dealers would not work with him. So after he lost all of his money, Caesar said, oh, you're out of money, huh? How about a line of credit? You want some credit? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And they gave him $14 million in credit. Really trying wow. to squeeze all the blood out of that rock, aren't they? <laughs> and if he has no money, what are you hoping to gain from that? He's got well, rich friends and family. People as, he loves. As it turns out, he couldn't pay back the $14 million and kept on writing them bad checks and going, I don't cash that until um, after I win. <laughs> uh, so they sued him. <laughs> get what he owed them. For even more money. <laughs> well, he countersued. Interesting said, gamble. Hey, they really allowed me to gamble super drunk and high all the time. <laughs> Is that legal? Uh, and the state said, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was legal? That's their whole business model. Yeah. Not, like, I don't feel like the business model is usually giving people painkillers on top of alcohol. <laughs> so. Please bring your own painkiller. <laughs> <laughs> your own cocaine, sir. The case was settled out of court, so we have no idea if Watanabe had to pay them back or not. There was an NDA on it. But Caesars was fined $225,000 for letting him gamble high and drunk. (laughs) That Nevada Gaming Commission, they sort of like to maintain a thin veneer of decency. (laughs) We're going to charge you two whole percent. Over the course of one year, lost $127 million. Damn. That's more than I lose in five years. (laughs) <laughs> hope so uh, that's all the stories I have yeah. anybody got any casino stories we grew up around casinos so it's 
Yeah, I think what we want to say to the audience, just to the, to begin with, because I don't think, to an extent, I don't think we realize this, but people who haven't been to Nevada definitely don't realize this. How ubiquitous yeah. gambling is in Nevada? It's everywhere. It's, it's in every grocery store. Yeah, every it's in every station. grocery store and gas station. It's in the airport. Bathrooms. Yeah, as soon as you get <laughs> off the plane, the first thing you see is a slot machine. Hell, one time we took a flight into town and we started gambling the second we flew over the state line. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> it's everywhere all the time. Any diner you go into is likely to have Kino going on. Yeah, it's it's weird hanging out with people from out from other states and like they go, hey, you're distracted by it. <laughs> well yeah, they like I've been in groups where like they make a, a night or a weekend about going to like one of the reservation casinos or something. Like it's yeah. it's kind of a big deal to some people. Yep. Yeah, and it just—it's never really had that draw for me. I yeah. mean, I played blackjack for a while, but I'd—I'd I'd go in with friends and twenty dollars, and when twenty dollars yeah. was gone, or I had doubled my money, I would leave. It—it's—it can be a fun way to spend an evening if you're hanging out with people and you get free drinks while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was little, little, uh, my dad used to always gamble his change when we were leaving the grocery store again. Yep. There are slot machines in the grocery store. Yeah, Andy does that at the gas station sometimes. I do. If I have a dollar, my dad is like, very frugal, and he sat down and ran the numbers, and then he never did it again. Oh <laughs> no, that's a, that's a rookie mistake running the numbers. See, the only time I've ever won anything big, I so anytime something horrible happens to me, I'll be like, "Well, this has to be good luck," and it's always worked. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, one time, I won fifteen hundred dollars from the Wheel of Fortune machine. Wow. wow. After I, after my dad called me, uh, he and my mom were on a motorhome trip and she had fallen down the motorhome and broke her arm. I was like, something bad happened. Let's go gambling. <laughs> I put in $5 and got out 1500 I was like, I have to leave. <laughs> just I'll so come over as, and shoot you in the foot, Andy. I was going to say, just as so long as you start, don't start making bad things happen. <laughs> this, this could pay for my mom's medical bills. <laughs> or, or I could buy two Warhammer models. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the thing about the free drinks, which uh, I don't know how long you can get away with this, but I remember when I was in college, I never drank, but people would go to the casinos and they would like get whatever it took to get a free drink, like 20 bucks in chips, walk around with a while for a while with their drink, then go back and cash in their chips and then go to another station and get $20 in chips to get another free drink and just do that until happily drunk and then go home. Huh. I haven't heard of I that I mean, strategy. they gain more than they lose. I'm sure they don't care. Yeah. Oh, no, they don't care. <laughs> That's why the buffets used to be so good. I mean, but it, it used to be there was $1 and $2 blackjack at the really crappy casinos where you might get shot. Yeah. <laughs> Gambling with more than just money there. <laughs> well, and you walk into some of them and it's like, hey, here's $2 blackjack. Also, do you want a 50 cent steak? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. That's its own sort of gamble. <laughs> well, I remember when we were in college and high school we used to go to the arcades all the time and you know we were bored and there was nothing to do and so sometimes like well let's just wander around the casino for a while and more than once we got escorted out just because they saw us walking around too much yeah and just like what are you up to it's like being bored (laughs) (laughs) you kids get out of here like okay and there's no like fun themed casinos in reno there's a circus Oh yeah, that's a real fun one. It's yeah, got the- circus acts on the hour. Yeah, but that's in the arcade. Yeah, my favorite casino to go to is the Excalibur because they basically have medieval times in there. Yeah. Um, but if that's all the stories everybody has, we're gonna do a what are your morals worth? Hmm. What is your money worth? How much money would you take to lose money? Oh no, you are <laughs> now an executive at a large Vegas casino. Yes. How much do I have to pay you a year? 
to lure in high rollers, providing them everything oh, no. that they want until they've lost <laughs> everything, and then you get to throw them away. But it's, how long I'm, do I have to keep this job? Uh, as, as long as you can stand it, at least a year. Yeah, I don't know if I can take this one. I might. The answer might be infinity. I really hate. That's pretty despicable. I, I, I made it a real. What are your morals worth this time? <laughs> it's going to be a pretty big salary. Well, they can afford it. You're yeah. sucking yeah. people drive every day. And somebody's making me take this job. So really, they're the bad guys here. <laughs> Someone's offering me this money. <laughs> it's been super weird to walk into any place in Nevada and see all the slot machines shut down because of the virus. Yeah. 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 I mean, this sucks. And it's like taking advantage of somebody. But at the same time, like they don't have to do that. <laughs> you know, they could leave. They won't, but they could. Yeah. I'm just I'm just setting the mouse trap. The mouse doesn't yeah. have to walk into it. <laughs> A mouse trap full of painkillers and vodka. <laughs> Caught a very depressed mouse. What is wrong with these mice? Can my casino include uh, gambling addiction therapists in the high roller room? Uh, man- many of them do, actually. Really? I feel like these therapists might be in the casino's pocket then. Yeah, if they're feeling better about their addiction, they're going to go back to more gambling. <laughs> Hey, is your is your addiction really a problem if you think about it? You know, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> I am a doctor. Whoa. What's a winner like you doing in a place like this? <laughs> Aren't you the cocktail waitress? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but when I put on my monocle and Sigmund Freud beard. <laughs> <laughs> but I leave the bustier. <laughs> I'm getting a weird feeling. <laughs> Freud would appreciate that. <laughs> Freud in a corset. So you're going to have to give me like $5 million because I would feel bad the entire time I was doing this. Yeah, it's going to be in the million somewhere. That's such a small proportion of what they're making. Yeah, but it's all I need. Yeah. Then I can go gambling. <laughs> I think I could probably cut that a bit. I'll, I could do it for three, I think. I want infinite money. <laughs> <laughs> I want to own the world. I never want to have to pay for anything. Well, you don't have to. We'll get you free tickets. I want to abolish money. We'll get you free tickets to just Siegfried now. <laughs> oh. uh, at the very least, I think I could do it for a million. Like, that's that's a pretty good chunk of change. I'll throw in, like, a casino-style suit, too. Ooh. And a smoking habit. For everybody. A smoking <laughs> habit. <laughs> yeah, do I have to work in a casino? Because that's going to raise the price. You're, you're going to be in, like, the, the high offices, and you only come down when the, the high rollers appear. Will it be, like, Ocean's Eleven? Similar, yes. I'm going to do an undercover boss and dress up like Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, these slot machines! (laughs) I guess that's all we have for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank Gerard. May the odds be ever in your favor. Uh, I'd like to thank our wonderful patrons for supporting us on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron, search for Asapop Podcast on Patreon. I'd like to thank my co-hosts for gambling away their lives on the podcast. We're here for you. You can find us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. We're at acidpoppodcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find our subreddit at r acidpoppodcast. We'll see you next weekend. Remember, maybe don't give all your money away to a man who has like 50 cards in his hands. What if it's 52? Go, go, go for it. Bye.